Welcome to the Mom Voice. This is Lauren and Sarah with episode 57. Okay, Lauren, I've done some heavy research for this topic. I know, I'm really excited to talk about this. I've been wanting to talk about this for so long and we're finally doing it. Awesome. Oh my gosh, we're going to dive deep into birth order on this episode. What it means, what it does to us. Is it a blessing or a curse? All the things. <laughs> no, I think there's, I, I'm really intrigued because I have my own philosophy too from just like observation. So I'm interested to hear. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Okay, but before we get going, I just want to take a moment and ask you to please go um, subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen and you can now find us on YouTube. Big, I know, we're so, Sarah worked her hard on getting this up. We're really excited. So now yeah. you can watch us. Yeah, you, you can. Hear us you can see, now you put know, a face. Crazy. Yeah, put a face to the to the um, sound. Yeah, voice, which is face funny. To you the know, voice. my father-in-law just said to me the other day that he cannot tell the two of us apart. What listening? And I'm like, wait, what? I feel like we're so different. We sound so different. But didn't someone else tell us that too? Early on. And I was like, what? I feel like we sound so different. Oh my gosh, guys. If you're a new listener and you think we sound the same, you have to tell us. Yeah, that would be interesting. That's so crazy. But I mean, now you can see us. Yeah. And so maybe you can really figure it out. I know. So fun. So we did get on YouTube. You can search for us at the Mom Boys Podcast. And we know nothing about YouTube. Yeah. New, Whole tone, new ball game. Yeah. Whole so new yeah, there's that. I think you subscribe. <laughs> you don't yeah. follow. You can subscribe. <laughs> Remember the kiddos, yeah. subscribe here, yeah. subscribe. <laughs> Ryan's toy review. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, and then if you don't mind and you enjoy the show, go leave us a rating and a review wherever you listen. We would just greatly appreciate it. And then you can always chat with us on social media at the Mom Voice Podcast. We're mainly on Instagram, but yeah. we pop on Facebook every now and then. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay, well, let's dive right in. I Like I said, on this episode, we are going to be talking about birth order. For sure. Um, that's going to parlay a little bit maybe into some of our parenting with our own children right. and um, the type of parents that we are because, because of, of it, because of how we were born, yeah, honestly, where we are in the lineup. Um, but first let's just check in quarantine. What's on your mind Quarantine. with, we are not mentioning the C word. Yeah, okay. We're not, we're not saying it. It's like a bad word. We are it's not saying it on this episode, energy. but what were you just asking me? And I was like, no, 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 stop. Let's go live. What like, were you yeah, saying? We were talking like what kind of like what is summer gonna look like for us? Granted, like we're already in like a six month summer, though it feels. And here in Arizona, like give us two or three more weeks, we're going to be in summer weather and everything. Uh, I know. So it's just gonna feel like the never ending summer, which most of the time is so fun. You don't like wanna go back to school. It's like so exciting. But like for us on the mom's side, it's like, whoa, this is like it's crazy. It's so much. It's so much. So, I mean, do you think come summer we're going to still be able to stick to our vacation plans? I have no idea. Do you idea. think everything's out the window? Where's our shows I, coming I back? <laughs> shows. That's the most important part. It's my favorite show. Yeah. We were my just saying Big Brother. time. Are they going to cast Big Brother? You guys. Are they going to do it? It's I'm like a, the ultimate quarantine on TV. Come I on. <gasps> I will die if they don't do Big Brother. I, I look forward to it every single year. I've watched it for 12 years now. I didn't watch it, obviously, from the beginning because it's like 25 years old. But I'm such a massive fan and I'm going to be devastated. I know. It would be crazy. Mind you, Sarah got me into it about three or four oh, seasons ago. Longer than that, don't you think? Because uh, you were there with Enzo. And no. Then, no? Not Enzo. Okay. Derek, Derek and Cody were my first season. Yeah. So it's probably okay. like four seasons ago yeah. now. Okay. But um, no, I would be super sad, but like... Oh, it's summer though. It's the summer show. It is. It's on three nights a week because nothing else is on. Like how bad is TV going to suck I from know, here on out? It just screams summer. And Ew. not only that, but truly, I wonder if they probably already have it casted. Oh, totally. And it is like seriously their quarantine. So I wonder if they'll do it. Like maybe they won't do the same type of challenges and already production is so behind the I scenes. I don't know. Maybe they could pull it off. Yeah. They're the one show that maybe could pull it totally, off. Cause so, totally. Because it's Because yeah, they're stuck in a house. If you guys know Big Brother, there's like 15 people stuck in a house uh, together for summer I could competing never. and having the whole social experiment so uh, it's super fun to watch but I, I mean never. we do have like two trips on the books for summer two or yeah. three 
like and we have like a football camp up at like the college and then the beach house and stuff so I'm just like wondering what that all holds like yeah, if I know. it's gonna be canceled if it's like okay venture on it your own risk type thing and right. in that case I think come that time I might be very ready to venture to the beach at my own risk <laughs> let's all just corona, risk it I'd rather cook in the corona at the beach than not do, you know than not at this I point know, it's so, so I don't know oh my gosh no I that discussion is actually going down as we speak on Marco Polo right now yeah. on my husband's side oh really um like it's been put out there and like we haven't come to a resolution yet so I don't know I I mean I'm just still I'm kind of in a holding pattern I know we all are okay all right let's dive into birth order yeah okay so like I said I have been super intrigued by this topic for so long Mm -hmm. and I'm about to drop so much knowledge on you Lauren you just get ready no I'm so excited because just again like I said watching like all the family, the nieces, the nephews, like I've kind of come up with my own thoughts about it, but I really wonder what the science is. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I got really zealous today. And while I was working, I went on YouTube and I typed in like birth order psychology and this professor comes up. Well, first of all, I watched a Ted talk on it. You know, at Ted talk, it's like motivational yeah, speakers yeah. Mm-hmm. and everything. And I, that was like, eh, okay, it was 15 minutes, but I really wanted to understand like the psychology behind it. So then I found one where it is like super low quality, but it was like an hour and a half long and it's a parent university, like at a community college or something back East. And it's this professor. I totally forgot his name and I promise I'll, I'll tell it to you this week on social media or something. And I'll link to the video because everybody needs to go watch this. It was fascinating. And I went home and I told my husband, you have to go watch this as a parent because he does a really good job relating it all back to like your parenting style and like what to focus on with each child mm, interesting. because of the birth order. Do yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have to share this. This is too good. And so um, anyway, so he starts off by saying, like, first of all, the birth order is what it is. Like, it's not a blessing or a curse. Like, you can't control it. Like, and it's widely known that there are certain characteristics that fall into these categories. Well, and okay, so let's say you have five kids. Yeah. Are we talking three of them are middle children or is each one have their own order? Okay, so there's four different categories. There's the only child. Oh, yeah. The firstborn. Mm-hmm. A middle child, mm-hmm. and then the last, our youngest. Mm-hmm. What does the he baby. call it? The baby. I think he calls it the youngest. Okay. Sure. And and the interesting thing to note there is he talks about that in order to be considered, from a psychologist standpoint, to be considered a sibling, there has to be less than a five year age gap. Oh, interesting. Interesting, yeah. right? Or it resets. Okay. Oh, so yeah. what he's saying there is like if you have a cluster. So, it, for example, my nieces and nephews, my brother in law had three children, kind of boom, boom, boom. They waited five years, had two more, boom, boom. Yeah. So he essentially says that first set of three, you can treat them like oldest, middle, baby. And then the next set, it's oldest and baby. Okay. Interesting. It kind of resets. Yeah. No, that makes sense. And I do know people, a few people that Me have had too. almost two sets. Yeah. Like It's like this batch and then the later batch. Yeah, it's crazy. And he says mainly the reason for that is it's got to do with time. Mm-hmm. And he says, so the time that... Um, children are around their siblings like mm-hmm. makes up a lot of these characteristics and so if so there's not an, if there's not a lot of sibling time because those older kids are already at school and living life then it kind of resets and it's super interesting. crazy yeah oh, totally so interesting so I took that was a huge takeaway is that just knowing okay your baby like you could have a middle child yeah. who still technically has traits of a baby, right. you know, the, or the, the youngest. youngest. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, okay. So let me start. And I want to know, well, first of all, a little trivia for you. What is the fastest, what do you think the fastest growing birth order is? Like the category. Wait, what does that mean? Okay. So of those four, yeah. only child, oldest, what do you think is the fastest growing one in the whole world? That's a like like that's like a trick question because if there's like more than one child, automatically. Okay, I'll tell you. 
That must be only child. It's only child. Yeah, it must be. Yeah, it is. And he said... People are only having one child People are only having one child. And then in China, for like two generations, obviously, they've only been allowed to have one child. And the government like takes away the baby. It's the the saddest thing. China, Corona, and now... China, get out of here. (laughs) I'm totally kidding. But no. But then he did talk about how just like around the world, people are just not having as many kids as they used to. Well, it's just so expensive these days to raise children. And people just like women have careers now and we don't get started until much later and like all the factors. Um, Okay. So let's talk about um, oldest borns because... Oh, I really want to ask really fast. Is do you have do multiples play into this at all? Yeah. So he did say fi- yes, yes, and no. And we can get into it if it's a later. And part, let me just but. preface all of this by saying there are exceptions to the rule. Okay, mm-hmm. because even my own my own situation. Okay, me and my brother. I only come from. I have an older brother and myself, and he's about almost four years older than me, and I would almost classify us in that same category where I almost felt like an only only child, child. the five year. Yeah. And I actually relate more to the older, the the only child characteristics. It's really interesting. Whereas the second born, he talks a lot about you, the second born. It is so you Lauren. Oh, that's weird. And I'm a second born technically, but then I'm also a baby, but then I'm also also kind of an only child. The baby and then the gap. And so he does talk about multiples and he says that typically there's a dominant twin or a dominant multiple. And it's or the one that takes more of the older role. That's what I was like thinking. And he said, and typically, well, he asked somebody in the audience who happened to have twins and he's like, so I'll ask you, what are your twins names? Evelyn and Emmett. And so right there, that tells you who's older, uh, who was right, born first. Right. Yeah. And oh, do you totally. realize you're doing that? Uh, no. Yeah, you don't. No. And the person in the audience was like, oh, that's crazy. Yeah, that's but, but psychologically, mothers of twins always say the firstborn first. Yeah, interesting. Is that not interesting? Very interesting. And so technically, Evelyn would be your second born, or the second Emmett would be your middle. Okay. And then Caleb would be your youngest. Okay. And yep, Caleb yep. is so pitch. I could not even <laughs> believe. And my Lukey. Like their characteristics. Oh I was just dying. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so crazy. Oh my gosh. Okay. So here's here's characteristics for an oldest born. First okay. born. And First gender born. does not play a role? Not so much. No. Okay. Interesting. These are mainly like um, gender neutral um characteristics that and and they've taken this over generations of studies and things that he went deep into it I won't go into that but he also said um and I think this relates to you Lauren he said sometimes there's a gender-based exception as well when like there's only one girl who has all brothers oh yeah okay okay so and what he means by that is Evelyn in that case might take on only child characteristics oh because she feels so removed from the pack. Do you oh, know what I mean? Yeah. So there are like certain exceptions when you get into it. And after reading through it and knowing Evelyn, I would almost say she does fit that role. Interesting. But, but we'll see. Okay. Okay. All right. So let's talk about the firstborn. Okay. So he says the firstborn is very controlling. They typically, lo- they have to be right. They mm. want to be right at everything. They are more likely to have ADHD. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Right? And they put a lot of pressure on themselves to be right, to get attention, to do everything the best, to try and be like mom and dad. Like they want to be the alpha, essentially. Okay. okay. Totally. And then he says, um, funny enough, most presidents, generals of navies, armies, CEOs, scientists, they're all firstborns. Interesting. Right? Like leadership role. They're leaders. They like to lead and they feel comfortable in that position. Interesting. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Okay. So I'll, I'll go more into this in just a second. Okay. So for the second born. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> she's, he's, she's labeling me, you guys. <laughs> well, it's just so interesting. <laughs> he says, essentially, so the second born come, pops up and essentially, however the firstborn is, The Mm -hmm. second will try and be opposite. Mm. And they do that as a way to try and establish their own character and their own 
identity in the family. Interesting. Right? Yeah. And it's very true in my case. So my brother was more outgoing. He would stress my parents out, you know, and then I come and I see what, how he's acting and I do the opposite to try and like Oh my gosh, keep. how early on do they observe oh, this? This is like, wild. This must be like it is 12 so, month behavior. Right? And like, think about Evelyn and Tristan. Oh, yeah. Like if Evie's your second born, oh, yeah. it's the same type so of thing. So different. Okay. They said that they are reactive people, meaning that they will wait. They want to kind of wait and see what everybody's going to do. Mm. And then they will react. Interesting. And I so think that's you. Do you think so? Oh, my gosh. 100%. We were just talking about this. How I'm very, you're very good at kind of sitting tight in the moment. Oh, And yes. thinking about how you want to respond sure. to something. Sure. I'm yep. horrible at that. Sure. And you are so good at that. Yeah. And, no, you are. You, like, can sit in, a, sit in something for a minute. So <laughs> they... Um, they also, oh, I thought this was really interesting too. They said the closer in age they are to their siblings, the more competitive they will be. Oh, okay. Meaning that, so I thought of like Phoebe and Nolan, your, yeah. your niece and nephew. Yeah. He said like Phoebe will be more competitive with Nolan, her older yeah, brother. What totally. are they, 13, 14 months? Yeah. 18. 18 yeah, months? they're around that mark. Yeah. Um, 18 months. Because she will want to feel like a leader too and like take on some of those characters. Interesting. Yeah, it's super interesting. So, so there is a difference between second child and middle yes. child. Yeah. Interesting. There is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we'll get there. A second child, a second born, I'm sorry, they are most likely to be free thinkers, mm-hmm. um, artists, um, musical studies, painters. Um, the, these are the people who want to travel, learn languages. They, a lot of the Hall of Fame athletes are second born child. Oh children. my gosh, how interesting. Yeah. Because interesting. They, um, they're much more creative children. Right. I don't know they why that is. They just want to be more yeah. active, free spirits. Active. They're yeah. more free spirits too. Yeah, yeah. So, oh my gosh. Crazy, it's right? Crazy. Okay, the middle borns. And this is so widely known. I think everybody knows this. They're the peacekeeper. The peacemaker. Yes. So they want everything to be fair and even and like just. You know what I mean? Sure. They they are always feeling like they don't get enough attention Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that they are very, they're very aware of like the unbalance in the family so that the oldest will get to do more. They get more privileges. And then the baby of the family, they get more attention from mom and dad and all of that. And so it said, usually your middle child will be the one who is like counting the pieces of popcorn that everybody gets to make sure like I get mine, you know, like don't leave me out. Don't give me, don't give me less, you know? And it says they're also typically very stable and reasonable later in life mm-hmm. so, because they've had to try and see both sides of things. Yes. And they kind of hang out in the middle. See, it's funny. I can almost, I see almost Evelyn more in that. I do too. And then yeah. Emmett almost in the second. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's like they're both both in mm-hmm. a weird way. I know. And it's like, and maybe it's because of the gender that mm-hmm. it's two boys, oldest to Emmett. And then Evelyn would be that like, I oh, don't know, totally. neutral peacemaker. Let's make it even, right. like fair, all the things. No, totally. So that's that's crazy. So crazy. Funny enough. Okay, let's get to the youngest. The youngest, he said, they are the charmers, yeah. the, the entertainers. Yeah. They are playful. They love attention. <laughs> they are masters of getting people to do things for them. <laughs> That's exactly what he said. And he was said, um, like, carry me. Yeah. Hold me until they're like three. (laughs) He said they love to take um, photographs to be photographed. They do. They do lots of things to get attention. Yeah. Um, They are typically the class clowns. Fortune 500 salespeople. Oh, the salesmen. Your best salespeople are going to be youngest children. Yeah. and they have the highest number of ER visits. Ah! <laughs> Funny enough. And he goes into that. He said older children, oh. they're less likely to oh, be absolutely. that absolutely. The mom's on their eight game. Last yeah. one, they're just like, oh, yeah. they're just climbing a tree. They're yeah. fine. And he knows mom <laughs> is going to be there to baby him. Yeah. And that there's a sibling to help and like yeah. all the stuff. Yeah. Um, and then he said, 
Um, oh, I thought this was interesting, and I don't know why he said that, but he said the youngest will be the most likely to have a learning disability. Oh, interesting. And I don't know why. Like, and he, well, I guess I kind of do. He talked about speech for a while, like speech delays. Yeah. Because they have older children, less attention from their right. parents. Right. And they're not the ones things. reading the books every yeah, day like exactly. they did with the first few. Yeah, exactly. Um, and he said, whereas, like, if your oldest child did have a learning disability, I thought this was so funny. He was like, they would rather, they would never admit it if they did. Yeah. They would rather be called lazy, oh, interesting. Uh, like anything, because they want to, they, they're so controlling of things. Right. They would never give in to saying that they yes. have a learning disability. Yes. Interesting. And I was like, oh, my Kate is so that way. Yeah. Yes. Right, right, right. Crazy. That pride. Um, the oldest and the youngest children typically have the highest self-esteem. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Which you can see why. And then I thought this was really interesting. So you know how we talked about how if you're the firstborn, you are like generals, presidents, all that stuff. Right. The which one do you think makes the most money down the road? Is the most successful money wise? Oh, geez. Maybe the baby. The youngest. It is the baby. And this is all scientific data. When you have families of like really successful people, the baby is typically the one who ends up making Do you the think most because they want to like. I think compete, it's like they're competitive with all the older siblings, I or they think, see their mistakes and learn from them. I think it's that, and then I think it's all of those like charming. Yeah, like there's a charm. They they he talked a lot about how youngest born children they kind of feel like they have a safety net under them because they grow up with siblings and and a lot of support yeah Yeah. support and so they're more likely to take take the risk to like like, I'm gonna start this little company and it's gonna blow up exactly or they're not scared to be a sales guy right they'll go knock doors or they'll go do whatever they need to do yeah so so interesting okay let me ask you this what do you think the best or the most common marriage is between like a second born and a or like who's yeah. most likely like, to get married? Yes. What type of children are most oh, for likely? sure the middle? Just like you think they're more they would compli- be more compatible. Oh wait, what do you? I'm sorry, I'm confused. With no, your okay, asking. I'm saying who's more compliant with like who? Yeah, like what like is the most common marriage oh, okay. combo? Okay. Um, given what I told you, probably the peacemaker, middle to the oldest. Yeah, that would be good. It's the oldest and the youngest. Oldest and the youngest. I don't know why, okay. but he said overwhelmingly people like that. They're is drawn the case. to that. Yeah, that that characteristic. Yeah. It's funny. It, the leader it's my wants case. the charming one. And yeah, yeah. So How I went. Jeremy's the oldest. I'm yeah. the baby. Yeah, you are. It is. True George and I are both kind like middles. kind of in the middle. Yeah. yeah. So super interesting. So crazy. Um, and so with that. Do you feel like, yeah, where do you feel like it, what does that say well, for your kids? Well, well I, what I, I was going to say is, so George has a, uh, I, well, first of all, I'm second born. Yes. I think we've said that many times in the past. Yeah. I am one of five girls. Mm-hmm. So now boys, I really do wonder if genders play is something oh, it's got into to. it. Because, oh my gosh. So I have a lot of times assumed Evelyn's peacemaking gentle kindness comes from her being a girl to be honest because she's more maternal and oh she's, I forgot to she say has that. that nature what's hold that on. he did say hold on I have that in my notes he did say that there's 12 factors that they say make up who we are okay Ooh, yeah and the most important ones are genetics obviously nutrition oh what I was like nutrition I gotta read about that economics so how well off you are financially like that. stable type thing your religion oh wow how your parent like parenting how your how you're parent, parented how you're parented and then he said the birth order is one of them and he thinks birth order is more important than all of those wow that's wow. very interesting very so and, go ahead I'm sorry well no I was just yeah so because and gender's about, not one of those. Uh, it might be. He didn't name all twelve. He talked about the top six, but interesting. Yeah. No. Yeah. I just always kind of cup that up to like Evie just being really helpful and pleasant because she's a girl. Yeah. But really, it could be even more so because she's that middle child. Even if she was a boy, maybe she would still be very helpful and peaceful. And but honestly, like thinking of Evelyn. So she does have like the middle child and the second born because Tristan is such an alpha, such a, 
she does kind of do opposite of that yeah, in very right, many ways. Right. It's kind of the like me and my brother. Did you give you know the only I mean? child once? Yeah, the only child was... Um, did I not? No, I did don't I think I you did give yet. The give the characteristics of only child, and then I was, I'll finish my thought. I don't think you did. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. So the only children, this was super interesting. They are perfectionists. Mm-hmm. They yeah. have no concept of what it means to... Um, so he gave a good example. Like they expect things to be the way they want them to be. Yeah. And they don't understand when things go awry. So for example, he said, yeah. if you're an only child, you can play with Legos in your room and build these massive cities and go to school and come back and everything's still the same, your city. Right. He goes, when you have little brothers and sisters, oh, yeah. I mean, you're not even expecting it to look the same when yeah. you come home. Right. You understand right. that. He said, so old only children... They very much have to learn in life, like that things get yes. messed up. You have to kind of learn Ooh, to roll with it. See, Jimmy, that yeah. almost like is like sets them up oh, for failure. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's oh so gosh. true. He said that they very much um, are typically over ambitious. I don't know why. Interesting. I, I think he said um, because he talked a lot about how important, like I said, the sibling to sibling relationship is. Yeah. So like how, if you're an oldest sibling, the, the younger ones naturally look up to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And, and they kind of look to you as an example. When you're an only child, you only have your parents to model. Right. And so he talks a lot about how, um, they typically are over striving and they stress themselves out more because they can't do things as good as mom or they can't, they don't look as pretty as I don't, yeah. my hair's not as long or blah, 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 or whatever, yeah. silly things like that. When you have a sibling to relate to and say, oh, well, he's short like me or he yeah, has this right, like me or right, right. he's got freckles like me or whatever, they can kind of internally deal yes, with that a little yes. bit better. You know what I mean? How interesting. Yeah, he does say they're very imaginative. And they're likely yeah, to, be, to be, yeah, right? they're likely to be um, entrepreneurs yeah. and that overall they're just very controlling types, you know, okay, like we talked about. Yeah. So, yeah. I thought no, it was super interesting. No, that is. That is. So, um, I don't know. And well, then, no, yeah. go ahead. I wanted to know what it, what you thought about your children after yeah, hearing Yeah, well, I, so being second oldest, I think all of that in my experience would be pretty accurate. And then it's funny because George comes, he's one of eight and oh he's gosh. number five. Oh, okay. And so he's yeah. like right there in the middle. And, um, and so we have lots of nieces and nephews on that side. And now this year our oldest one has turned 18. So we've really watched a lot of kids growing up and I could like go through the whole lineup of all of his siblings. And I would say, because what I have found really relevant with this is like, all of their oldest ones are probably for sure their most strong-willed, dare I say, difficult, you know, like just the more... just Alphas. Yeah, they're just the alphas. The, they they, they want it their things. way. It's their way. They're yes. right. You yeah. know, they're the ones that's challenging mom and dad. Yeah. They just can create the issues. And that is the way it is at my house, yeah. too. My oldest is Tristan, mm-hmm. and absolutely... 75% of my energy is spent on him every single day. And so because... And he, when do you think that happened? Because I remember when you first, like, obviously, when you first had Tristan and then even to the twins, like, you you would say, but here's what I mean by this. I don't think he was necessarily born that well, way. It, I think I, there's so I, many I, other I, factors. I have thought many a times, it's kind of like the chicken and the egg. What, yeah. Which came first, the egg or the chicken? Mm-hmm. With Tristan and I and just the difficult dynamic that has happened. But I can remember him back even to three and four being like, he's a hard kid for me. Mm-hmm. And but just the defiant and stuff. And so I've always wondered yeah. as I've grown and even early on, i grown as a mom, I've always wondered did I make him this way or was he this way and therefore I'm this way? Like, am I reacting to his behavior or was he reacting to my parenting? Right. And so that's like what I mean by the chicken and the egg. I, I'll never know because it's like back when I had the twins, he was only two and a half. And I did I just turn into some wretched, tired, like cranky mom and just snapping and therefore he went on defense and became more cranky and mean and defiant or was I cranky and mean because he was constantly defiant and not listening and I'm yeah. holding two babies and I need you to just help me and right. be a big boy come on right. and so no matter what 
the dynamic of bringing in two babies at such a young age for any mom. I mean, bringing in the second child is always like a major transition and a big thing. And it was like, is there enough room in my heart for two? But then is there like enough energy for two to, to give the baby attention, the child attention, discipline and have fun and teach that child, but then rock and nurse and diaper a baby it's so much well, no matter what and let me so... interject that yours was a very unplanned oh, twin yeah oh, I think absolutely. a lot of people Surprise. who have multiples now they kind yeah. of expect it because right, right. it's infertility treatments sure. and things like that I remember the call <laughs> from <laughs> the OB I know me freak guys out. oh my I gosh yeah I think we've told the story before but I was working at my job downtown in the oh tower gosh. the chase tower and I get a phone call from you, and I never got a phone call from you during yeah. the day. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. I can't get a hold of George. And the oh doctor just told me I'm having twins. You're crying your eyes out. Oh my gosh, I, like, I was. I'm like, wait, what? Where is George? It's, yeah, on? like, yeah. I, George oh didn't gosh. go to the appointment with me last minute. He's like, it's fine. Yeah. I went, you yeah. know, I've seen it. It's just no like this deal. little wormy thing swimming in the black and white. Oh I don't gosh. need to go. And he couldn't get work off. And I'm like, all right, fine. Never, ever did I expect no. that news laying on that bed. And so, yeah, it oh was like, I, we were shocked. And like, that's what I mean is I think your whole world got flipped. Oh, totally. Tristan's whole world got flipped. Oh, totally. Flipped. And I mean, like, and again, if we would have known twins are coming, we probably would have waited a three or four year gap. Right. But he was two and a half, like on the marker. So he was young. Yeah. And then bringing in two babies, it was just a big adjustment. And like, and I think we all did well. Like looking back, yeah. I think we all adjusted fairly well. It felt good. It wasn't like this like no. literal like traumatic time. But I do wonder... Like now that I'm looking back that he's 10 years old and I'm dealing with like these type of like concerns or issues at this age, I'm like, yeah, w like what came first? Was he just this turning into this like defiant, crazy, like want attention, look at me, look at me stuff. And I just wasn't like, or was I just being a grouchy old mean mom when I, he entired and he just like, you know, acted out in other ways in my, in response right. to me. I don't know. I think no, I, I mean, who knows? Like you said, we'll never know. But I also think some comfort can come in knowing this type of stuff. Oh, totally. In knowing that to some degree so it's out of your hands. And so that is where you know what like, I mean? he probably was just born really strong-willed, his way. Right. Like he's very independent, very go, like he is a go-getter in right. some ways. And so it's like that has been him since he was a toddler. And no, so but on and top still of is. that, but on top of that, girl, with siblings, everything changes. Oh, everything does. Right. So he's automatically then thrushed into the leader role right. of Tristan, go get me a diaper. Go get me this. Yes. Like he's now, you're the example, Tristan. You need to set the example. Totally. And I do this with my Kate. I remember years ago when Kate was probably four. Yeah. She was four. I was having my second. My mom from Texas, she was at my house and she like never gives me parenting advice ever. And I can remember her telling me, you expect too much out of Kate. I remember you telling yeah. me. Yeah. And that even echoes in my head sometimes. Yes. Because I'm like, oh, maybe I like put too much on them. Maybe right. they don't need this many chores. Maybe, uh, maybe I'm being too mean. Maybe they just need to lay around yeah. their kids, like have fun. Like it is like such a balancing act it's to be like, a balancing you don't act. want to like, create this lazy like non-hardworking child but then at the same time like am I being too demanding yeah. am I putting too much on them they're young they're little they're kids it's so hard it's to such, know it's such a but yeah. I think the overall message here is just trying to like be mindful of it yeah and just like take a step back and so ever since she told me that I totally see that I do do it because it's oh, only totally. natural, right? I, especially when you're dealing with two or three other, other little, little ones. ones. So you just want yes. one to be able to like count on. Well, I think when you have littles, you automatically, that oldest child, they automatically in your head, it's kind of like before you have your second, you still feel like your oldest is your baby. Oh, But like the second you bring home that second baby, they look like this like kindergartner yes. <laughs> they're off to kindergarten they look giant and you're like what happened it's kind of the same oh. thing mentally yeah. though yeah where it's like you automatically like a shift happens where it's like oh they're more capable they're more that like you kind oh, of do but even you describing an only child I'm like oh what would that be like I know. it just would be like I just feel like there would be never be any contention in our home ever like oh, how there, could I know. there be I know. like he would just talk to me and I would talk to him and he would oh. go do that. I don't know. I just feel no. like it would be, no, I feel like it would be it. so 
peaceful. No, no, no. Like normal. There's no. Because I feel a lot of the tension come in just with sibling and he got or I want yes. or he didn't do it. I needed it. All this. Yes. Oh, like I'm drowning in right now. Yes. And so I'm like, if there was just one, I think I could do it right with just one. You <laughs> are doing right? it right. Oh, man. No, but then you have a whole new host of yeah, problems. Yeah, you do. With like I feel, spoiling. Yes, and, and you um, feel like just bad all, for them. Yeah. Being lonely. You and have all different they, things. Yeah, there's such a, yeah, there is. No matter what the case, it's hard. Parenting's hard, It's period. so hard. And I think with every child, that's the bummer about this, is the whole game gets flipped on its head. The second you add another member of the family, everything's out the window and you're kind of starting fresh a little bit. And so I think it's like keeping in mind that, yeah, there, we are born with certain genetics, characteristics, like all of these things, um, like learning disability, all the things we can't control genetically. But then you put all of these like parenting and nurturing and birth order and all these layers on top of all of that and how it really does shape us it's crazy yeah it's it's truly crazy and why this stuff is so fascinating to me is I've said this to you before I see my Landon well Kate I'll be honest my Kate she's oldest I she was just the easiest child Lauren until until first grade, honestly, kindergarten was a breeze. Something happened in first grade where she just got sassy, defiant, wanted things her way. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I, you've even heard me say, like, at times when her and Evelyn are playing, I'm right. like, Kate's annoying. Like, I have to know. <laughs> I have to be like, Kate, stop being bossy. Yeah. She's just like bossy and all these characteristics she wants to be like in control and you know the alpha of the situation and like all this stuff and I have to say to her like chill out right seriously and I see it getting worse as she gets older yeah and I anyway I don't know but do I think she's like destined to be some tyrant no I think there's so many things we can do to like just be aware of it yeah being aware is huge yeah And, and then just yeah playing I think the love and the nurturing yes. and, and the, you know, just trying to soften, yes. soften the corners exactly. of all, like all these kind of like sharp corners and things yes. they have kind of almost fighting against them. Not that they all are going to be, yeah, no. tyrants, like you said, it's so, but just kind of trying to. It's so true. So <laughs> hug he it said, out. so perfect, perfect segue there. So he said, he gave like summaries for each child yeah. that this psychologist did at the end of his video. So he said for a firstborn you want to teach them to be leaders and not bullies. Yes. Because they can easily go either way. Yes. Because, and you, it's like channeling that energy. You know what I totally. mean? Totally. With the second, he said, you, you want to teach them to be independent, but not rebellious. Mm, right? Interesting. Yeah. Free thinking, but not oppositional. He said, second borms. They sometimes need to learn how to be a team member because they want to go against the pack so much. Interesting. And so I loved that. Okay, so let me reiterate. Firstborns, be leaders, not bullies. Yep. Secondborns, be independents, not rebellious or free thinking and not oppositional. Thirdborns or middles, middle children, teach them to reassert themselves in order to get what they need. So he essentially said, these are, you want to teach these children to stand up for themselves Mm -hmm. because oftentimes they are such the peacemaker that they'll kind of hang out in the background and kind of let everybody else go ahead of them. Right. And you kind of want to teach them, Hey, you're worth it too. Get in there. Right. Absolutely. And then he said with the youngest, he said, be careful not to do for them what they can do for themselves. Mm-hmm. You want, and I loved this, teach them to be entertaining and charming, but not manipulative and distracting. Mm-hmm. And so what he means by that is like, yeah, you want them to be entertaining and charming, but not the the kid in the class who's distracting everybody and negative attention. Right. Isn't that interesting? Very. Oh my gosh. I'm like, these people are so smart. That Give is, me all this knowledge, guys. That is so good. And then for the only child... He said, you just want to tell them to strive for excellence, not perfection. Because remember, they're so controlling. Right. Those only children, right. they are always wanting to be the best. 
He said, you'll never get to perfect, right. but you can be the best. That's awesome. Yeah. So I thought that was so interesting. That's okay, really well quick. Done. We have to talk about the parenting. Like what type of parent we are. Yes. You said where Crazy. you la- land in the lineup kind of affects what kind of parent it you totally are. It totally affects what kind of parent you That's are. That's really crazy. Okay. Okay. And I think I'm very much an only child parent. Okay. That's okay. fine. Yep. The only child parent says they force their children to develop too fast. Mm-hmm. Like, and they, yes, they have higher expectations. I totally think I do this yep. 100%. They expect too much neatness and order from their children. Oh, that's funny. That is Girl, Sarah to a T, guys. To a T. That's so funny. If yeah. my house is not picked up completely by the end of the day, I'm a mess. <laughs> He's like, you can't go to sleep. I'm like, you're right. I can't go to sleep. Oh, if that's my house is so funny. He's describing me perfectly. And then he said, um, oftentimes, if a dad is an only child, they have a really hard time connecting to the baby, but they do really well when the child gets older. Yeah. Okay. So I was like, oh, okay. that's kind of interesting. Okay. Second born, no, oldest. Let's do, if you're an oldest born parent, okay? Okay. You have a really hard time letting go of control of your children. Okay. And you often will have a power struggle with your child. Oh, yeah. Quite a bit. Okay. okay. You need to learn when to back off. And not snoopervise. Snoopervise. I've never heard that term. I haven't either. Snoopervise. He's like, if you're an oldest born parent, you're getting into their text messages. You're snooping on them. I love that. You need to learn when to like back off. Oh my gosh. And then the third point he said is if you're an oldest born parent, you tend to hold on way too tightly and you have a really hard time letting go of them when Mm. it's time. Oh yeah. Which made me sad. Yeah. That is sad. (gasps) Okay, second born. Okay, second born am. parrot. No, it's great. It's <laughs> Oh, you guys, she's laughing again. <laughs> it says you encourage a little too much mischief. Oh, okay. 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 I love it. And you can encourage them to be non-conforming. And he means that in a good way. Yeah. Like be yourself. You don't have to follow everybody yep. else but he said it can turn against you when they use it on you essentially mm-hmm. um second is um oh shoot what is that I can't read my writing I'm sorry I don't know what that one says and then third it says cre- <laughs> sometimes you can create little monsters and you don't even know you're doing it and he says that because you are such a free like spirit you don't have a controlling personality and so you have to work really hard to put more controls in place oh yeah, you need to go listen to it me, guys. i know it's interesting no ah. what, is it? what am i writing here set okay to ask why oh yeah that's right he talked a lot about you really encourage your children to act they can tell you anything like your open door, your children feel comfortable oh, no, you're, you're with you. You're the one that's playing best friend. What? Uh, no, he didn't use that term, but well, he says good. it's okay to ask why, and especially with you. So, okay. like, you want your kids to be inquisitive yes, and yes, to feel comfortable like talking that. to you. Yep. Yeah, a middle parent. Um, you want to be liked by your kids. Mm. Oh, there's the best yep. friend. Yep, that's the best friend. You're quick to negotiate, and you want everybody to be happy, happy, happy. He said, hmm, "Okay, which All is right. interesting." I'm trying to think what George is. I like know if he's he more said, like you're typically the most popular parent, hmm. like ever amongst friends. Yeah, and you don't tend to set a lot of limits because hmm. you put their happiness above everything else. Yeah, okay, so kind okay. of interesting. And then did I do only child? Yeah, I did. An oldest, and then youngest. So yeah, so I think I'm kind of, I'm definitely the only child parent. I mean, it's me to a. Uh, yeah, I mean, no, that is the, totally you. Hit the what is the phrase I'm trying to say? Hit the nail on the head. Hit the nail on the head. Anyway, but no, I here's what I love about this because I've talked so many times about my Landon, and I right. when we have talked about Tristan, right? I've said, well, Landon's going to be mine. I already yeah. know it, and it's funny because in so many ways, I see Landon's. See, I almost feel like Tristan's behavior is almost due to birth order in a way. Yeah. yeah. Like he kind of got not pushed to the side, but when the twins came, things got mixed up. Landon's, I feel like his mischief is kind of like 
born in him, like the genetic yes. factor. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. Because then I do see some of these middle characteristics where, yes, he craves one-on-one time with me and like all these like middle child things where I'm like, okay, I got to work really hard to try and bring out the peacekeeper side of him right? and not let like his naughtiness take over, like right. his genetics, you know right. what I mean? Right. And so that's where I'm just like, I've said this to you so many times. I'm just on a mission to like figure that child out because I don't understand him. Yeah. I I just don't you would think because the middle him. child, he's not super like no, the peacemaker no, role no. so much. He can be super naughty, super naughty, but he is very much about being fair, like that stuff. Yeah. He wants everything to be fair and right. he can kind of see, you know. Is he competitive with Kate? He's not competitive, but I can, like he does... Um, I, I see moments where, like, I'm screaming at her, Kate, clean your room, or Kate, let's go to school, hurry, let's get yeah. to dance, get your leotard on, blah, 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 blah. And then, okay, Luke, come on, let's change your diet. Where literally he's just kind of hanging out there. Right. Where it's like after school, everything's about Kate. Right. And we're all about Kate. And then I'm like holding Luke or changing Luke, or like, and then he's just kind of hanging out and there. And he's just in this you weird know? window of time. Yeah. Now. Like, I mean, he's going into right. kindergarten, and then very quickly yeah. it'll be all about him. Oh, I know. Oh, he's the kindergartner. You're just the second grade old news. All right. Kindergarten, kindergarten, kindergarten. <gasps> I know. So, I mean, I know it's a weird like holding it's so pattern is. here. But uh, it, yes. Oh, and, my gosh. And it comes in shifts too and waves, right? I, I mean, kind of waves of things. And but it's no, so this has been, yeah, this has been so fascinating. Well, to I'm going to put the link up. It's an hour and a half long. Again, this guy's so smart. He said he's he's got a double doctorate. He's published over 50 books about oh, this. Gosh, he's wow. like managed t- tons of studies and done all the research. And he's like one of these smart people where he was literally just talking off his head. Like he's just like answering. Like an expert. And I'm, yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, wow, what would it be like? But he does a very good job of saying, look, no matter what kind of parent you are, no matter where you are in the birth order as a sure. parent, you you didn't do anything to deserve that. You right. are the way you are. Be right. own it, love it, right. work with what you embrace got, it, embrace and, it, and, and yeah, and, and that's what he's saying to be yeah. better. And that's what he's saying. There's not a better or a worse because, right. like, like he said, like one is too controlling, and they they need some of the free spirit stuff. And like, it's like we all need to, I think just, again, having that mindful approach of like, okay, I'm more prone to be a control freak and to be this, which funny enough is why I gravitate to people like you. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's why we are best friends. Right. Is because, I mean, heaven help us. Oh, yeah. Because what I lack, you kind of bring out in me Uh and maybe vice versa. Uh, Yeah. I don't know. You know what I mean? Totally. But I even noticed that in college when I first met you, like I was much more an introvert and like, no, but seriously, you, you helped me get comfortable in like social settings. And like, I can remember, I'm not kidding. I grew up from little town in East Texas, 4,000 people. Do you remember when we went to Las Vegas and we saw what's Osborne? Osborne, Jack Osborne. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were in a club in Las Vegas. Yes. And Jack Osborne, he was kind of a thing deal back, back then, then when his show, their show was on TV. And Kimberly Stewart, we're totally aging ourselves right oh, here. Oh yeah, Lauren. totally. It was their birthday, and they like invited us over yeah. to come hang with them. Do you remember? Yeah. And I can remember being so intimidated. And you're like, girl, are you kidding? They love this. They want us to. <laughs> they, want, they want us. I can remember you being like, are you for real? Get over here. Like, <gasps> like I and I can remember in that moment being like. Yeah, yeah, I got this. Like, yes, hey. I totally and So there's that. been so little <laughs> many moments like that where it's been like you've just kind of pushed me out of the nest. I just pushed you off the yeah. cliff. Yeah. Like, oh, God. Like, no, you're fine. Just get you out do there. It. Open your wings. <laughs> you're going to sink or swim. And so, oh, no. That's but, so, oh, but it is super so interesting. Yeah, it is. Was that the no. night our feet nearly fell off? Yeah. Where yeah. we walked the strip in, in heels, do not recommend. Don't do it. You know, it. we dressed up for the night and, man, we were suffering. Oh my god! Very much so. That was pain. That was oh, straight pain. That was fun. Okay, you need to put a a, a PSA out there for your Tristan. Oh you need to ask any tips. Yeah. Because I mean, what do you feel like your number one? What do you guys butt heads about? Number one. I guess time. Just, I, I mean, just obedience. Obedience. I guess obedience. just like if I ask him to do something, just to do it, and and it is a question of like you know, I definitely step back and be like, am I asking too much? But then mm. I really don't think that I am. Mm-hmm. And talking about the C word, we won't go there, but mm-hmm. the Corona just, or, whoa, I meant to say quarantine and I said it, you guys burn my tongue. Um, <laughs> no, uh, but during this quarantine, it's just like such a trip because it's like, 
I want to be in like summer mind and just like relax and be able to just like let our guard down and just sleep in and whatever. Yeah. But then like that's the foreseeable future. And for anybody to like stay sane, I'm just like, no, we can't do that. We have to have some sort of structure. I have to keep the house freaking clean for a day. We have a little bit of homework to get done with the online training or online schooling. And like, so like, let's try. And so I don't think I'm asking too much when literally a month ago they were in school for seven Mm -hmm. hours a day. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, and so, but that's been for so years you're just now. getting a it's lot not of feedback. Even, you oh, get a yeah, lot of pushback. I get a cu- bunch of pushback. I yeah. would just be like, oh, awesome, thank you. And then there would be no grief, no stress for me. But there was always just the complaining and laziness and co- okay, follow-up da- disobedience. Question. Follow-up question. Is it that in the moment when you're t- asking him to do something, it's pushback or does he just not do it? Does he just stay silent? Of all of it, both. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. a little bit of everything. Because my or Kate like is said, very much that way. No Xbox. Yeah. And then next thing I know, he's up there sneaking in there to play Xbox and I, then I have to blow up about that. It's just kind of like, and I think that it's kind of gone on for so long. It's just like at a bad, just at a bad place. Like I'm angry kind of about it. And in some ways, like I hate to use this word, but I'll just be honest, like sometimes I resent him for just bringing so much grief into my my day, day in, day out. And so I just sometimes um, revert back to it no matter what, even if it's like he's not being super like naughty that day or something, but like I'm just always ready to be on the defense and I'm sick of it. I just want to be like, hey, will you go do the dishes? Yeah, mom. And he jumps up and does it. It's done. And it's done. Yeah. Like, I don't have to go on and on. I don't have to yell. I don't have to get up and blah, 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 blah. But I just, it just never can be that simple. Yeah. Whereas their brothers, his brothers and sister, usually just do it, get it done, and we're done. Yeah. And it's like simple. Yeah. And or if it's just like, hey, can I, ha- can I go here? Can I go to the neighbors? Can we go to soda shop? Whatever. And if it's a yes or no, then it's just, oh, no, not right, right. now. Right. But when it's a no, it's, oh, 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 oh why? Yeah. No, da, da. It's just yeah. the never enough. And it's just the complaining and the, the pushback. And I'm just so over it. Oh, oh. I, I, so many of that I get with, I do with, it's amplified with Tristan. But yeah. Kate, the same thing. Like I have to beat my head against the wall to get her to clean her room. Yeah. But she doesn't push back on it when I'm telling her. Yeah. She'll be quiet. It just will never I, get done. I feel like that we've gone oh. to a very like disrespectful place about it where he's disrespecting me. Mm-hmm. And then I'll admit, sometimes I get too angry yeah. and flustered and I'm I'm being way too aggressive or mean about it. But like, you're probably you're not, super but frustrated. I'm just so over it. Like yeah. day in, day out, slapping me in the face. Right. It just gets old. Because you've done everything from like sticker charts to oh, monetize just, oh, money. To, yeah, to, to, to like, allowance motivation to just like special award, rewards, denied out, like all these things. And not to mention, he has a pretty cushy life. So it's yeah. like, dude, like you don't even get how good you I have know. it. And I ask you to help out here and there and just to share with your brother to do this so he's yeah. not whining. He's the little guy. You're not. Like all right. the things. But I'm just like waiting for the day for him to like step up and be the leader. And that minute, I know he could do it. I yeah. know he would be it. Like he has that confidence. He has that. He has a very much of a, a presence with friends but and people and teachers. But that's what I was going to say. He doesn't out, want to outside of your home. He is that. Though. Yeah. And that's you know, the weird part. And I asked my sister-in-law one day who was like teenagers now and I was just like fretting literally years ago. Like I was fretting about this in the hair chair when she's doing my hair when he was like five or six. And she's like, oh no, it's okay. It's okay. And she said to me, does he do it to teachers at like school or church? And I go, no, they all like adore him. She goes, that's when it really gets hairy. She's like, if he's just pushing back to you and being like naughty to you, that's just like kids and their moms. But you really don't, it's, and and that did put me in ease. And I would say that to anybody. I yeah. think two agreed. Like if they, they're just giving you grief, that's one thing. But if they're like disrespectful to their teachers or, you know, defiant to their authority, it, wherever they are, that's a whole nother it's next level. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a whole nother and can, can of worms. Totally and that does that. get scary. You're like, I got to buckle this down. We're not there. He no. is like just a little peach outside the house. Yeah. Everyone just like, Oh, he's so fly. Blah, blah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. 
So, I mean, yeah, that's where I'm at. And like, and there are days where I like wake up and I'm like, I'm going to be just, I'm not even going to raise my voice. I'm going to just kill him with kindness and it's going to be fine. And I'm going to just be like, can you please? And then that just is so short lived because, (laughs) and I'm like, one day I will get through it. Even if he's just like yelling and screaming, but like, I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'll kill him with kindness and he'll just have no no way not to do what I asked because like, I'm being so nice about it. But like, I don't know if that would work. I know. I'm super Then curious. I just feel like he'd run all over me. Like, yeah. that's the other thing. So it's like, but I, I do feel, like I said, we're not at like, we're at an unhealthy balance of like, he's not respecting what I'm asking. And then I just get, you know, upset frustrated. and frustrated and I yell yeah. too much. And now quarantine is just definitely oh not helping. Multiplying the so, situation. Yeah, I, I know Sarah and I had talked about, I've talked about this for years and this and much over the quarantine. So like, yeah, I feel like if anyone out there has, he's 10. And so I know he's in that like in between stage too, mm-hmm. because I will say with some of my nephews, I've seen them be that annoying punky kid from like nine to 12. Mm-hmm. And then like magically they kind of hit that puberty and they just really do mature. Like mm-hmm. it is shocking to see they grow up a little bit and they act different and they kind of gain more of like yeah just like a respect and maturity about them yeah and I'm like oh my gosh so I'm like that day will come and I know we're in a weird phase but I well mean, and he's a he's a mature 10 I know he I know is a, a, exactly he ear, thinks he's ears. a teenager yeah so he thinks he's more you know um Guaranteed it's like more opportunities it's like, in like his that. Head, he is a few years older, but he just doesn't have the emotional yeah maturity to maturity keep up with yet. that. Yeah, yeah. It's so therefore he lashes out, and he'll do it in front of his twelve and thirteen year old cousins, who he hangs out with and loves so much. Mm-hmm. But then I'm sure they're looking like you're acting like a baby mm-hmm. right now. Why mm-hmm. are you doing that? Or yeah. why are you talking to your mom like that? Because like in that in in. I don't know. But I mean, it's always easier to look outside to, to, oh, and, and totally. then, you know, like, so I know, I, I know not every kid, I know they all can be such punks to their moms, but, oh, totally. you know, I'm like, he would never talk to his mom like that. Why are you? <laughs> oh, no, it's but so, I'm, I'm, I'm dead uh, serious. Like my Kate, who I thought was just going to be like the dream easiest child ever. She's kind of, she's, I've had some days where I'm just like, Jeremy, I need time away from her. Yeah. I, I need know. to get I away. To I'm get starting away. to get like angry with her yeah. like true feelings of like anger yeah. and like why is she so why I have I done this to her is she expecting too much like who oh, does yeah. she we've think got, she is right we've like, gone through that stuff. a lot how does she think she can talk to me like this right like right. Who, where who does it come she? from yeah and, and I I don't know I have no idea I don't know if she's picking stuff up at school I know if it's you television if it's right friends TV where I do they even know. pick it up or just like an internal right internal reaction to like just their emo- own individual or if emotions. they're picking up off of us yeah like, or is this how I'm doing acting to that's yeah back to the I don't want to go there. Yeah, that back to square one. I've always oh wondered: gosh. Did I just was I just too whatever up when he was younger? Oh therefore, he reacts that way. We to have me. not screwed them up. I know we haven't. We, they're too young to screw up, right? I mean, there's still time. <laughs> oh my gosh! I so, honestly feel like I'm dead serious when I say this. You, we can course correct at any point. Yeah, I don't I agree. care. I don't care if they're 16. I think if you can course correct with like a truly like humble good heart like understanding where you've done wrong where they're doing wrong like all the stuff you can like start fresh I really think that I I really do I mean there are children who come from horrible backgrounds right I mean put this in perspective oh I know who are shown love and kindness and they end up thriving in life and being great and that's the other thing well and that's the thing like sometimes I'm like, oh, these, my kids have just never seen a hard day in their life, a right. true hard day. I know. And I is know. that what's the, you know, sabotaging them? Right. Like it's like, you know, there are children out there that literally are just like, oh, like, struggling. It's to just eat. scary. Yeah. But yet they come with like the most humble hearts and like the most kind spirited people. And they just still, and I'm like, yeah. So like, what is, I don't know. Sometimes well, I'm just like, how, how, what, what, but when what's they get older, here? you'll, you'll open them up to that. Oh, yeah. Cause I yeah. mean, we're so fortunate our children literally have these like ideal child childhoods for the most part and 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 so it's like trying to figure out that balance but it's all relative right so all relative right you know I mean I guarantee you a mom who 
we we are sitting here saying their children are just I guarantee you oh, their children course. are driving her I know. crazy. And it's I all hope, relative. And I know. I hope you guys are nodding with me and not thinking I'm a psychopath. Oh my right gosh. Now. Are you kidding but me? I think quarantine has just enhanced a lot of these things oh and gosh. emotions and dynamics with us. And so I'm just like But it's, it's again not knowing when it's gonna end. Yeah. That's the mental toll on me is like I just need an end date here. Like that I can work towards and set my mind yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. But it's just like when there's I no can... end in sight. Right. And between and you and scary. I, my, I heard, I'm not going to say who, but they might be pushing school from starting back. Yeah, right. Oh my I gosh. Can't, I can't even. I can't even, I can't deal with that. No. I'm like, there is no way. My kid will be like a year behind everybody else. I'm well, so bad at homeschooling. <laughs> I'm not well, even kidding. D- remember, did I did I already mention the April Fools you guys pulled on me? Oh, we uh, did they, on social. Yeah. They, <laughs> oh yeah, you put it on social. Literally, they sent this like total legit looking like our yeah. governor announced that every you know everyone would be held back a grade. Yeah. And but I kind of like believed it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I granted there's only a few more weeks of the semester. I get it. But she's I'm like, like, no. I was like, there are weirder <laughs> things going on. Like I, I'm there's I'm gonna believe like most of the headlines this is a crazy time and just even think like if the fall didn't come back around oh we're starting in online yeah. again like I feel like everyone would need to be pulled back a grade oh because this, this is like crazy can you imagine it would be nuts oh my gosh we're we won't the, even go there yet. no we won't we're at the hour mark okay Do we forego our hits and misses yeah that's fine let's yeah. hit yeah okay let's, let's we'll wrap this one up yeah Man, we got lazy. such such a crazy juicy topic though no it's I a good one I yeah, have a good hit and miss I'll save it for next week okay we'll save it all right well with that, like I said, make sure you are subscribed. And if you like what you hear, leave us a rating and a review. And we are going to be back every Monday with a hot and fresh new episode. And like I said, you can find us on social media at the Mom Voice Podcast or on YouTube now. On YouTube. We're there. See you there.